I had seen the interview, uh, the one I'm referring to on Maria Bartiromo's show, where she invited former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. And um, But before we get into that part of the interview, I want to start off real quickly by how she sets the tone uh, for this interview. And I'm going to go ahead and roll down the clip, roll the clip just a little bit uh, in just a moment so you can so you can see what I'm talking about. Guest, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, Biden's race baiting is not only ironic, it is hypocritical and it is destroying America. Newt Gingrich is the former Speaker of the House. He's a Fox News. Well, as you saw right away, very quickly before anything else started, she starts to uh, denigrate Biden by calling him a race baiter. And essentially, whatever Joe Biden is doing uh, has caused division all over America. And I, we, have to, uh, we have to go back to the previous administration, and we're talking about Trump's administration here. And as you well know, there was, that is where all this division essentially started. Uh, we're talking about when Trump uh, degraded uh, the Muslim community. He, he demeaned also the Latin American community, especially uh, our neighbor, Mexico. And, um, and so he ran on that platform as well uh, about the wall, which, which angered uh, our neighbors down to the south as well. But I don't, I don't see Biden stoking those kinds of anti-immigration uh, fears. I don't see him uh, creating or fanning the flames between uh, blacks and whites and or whites and Latinos or blacks and Latinos or, or the Asian community, etc. And, uh, and, and it's interesting because Trump, who is now a former president, he continues to stoke those kinds of flames pre- pretty much daily. Daily, he, whenever he's interviewed or whenever uh, he tweets or through a, through a second party, uh, there's always that element uh, about China. There's always that element about the wall. And, and those elements actually are, are uh, they, they speak of the fact that he still harbors some kind of animosity um, towards our neighbors to, to the south uh, invariably. And so, and so anyway, so she um, certainly starts the show very quickly. Uh, and then we're going to hear a little bit about what Newt, Newt Gingrich uh, has, says. And I'm going to go ahead and roll the tape or the clip just now here. Contributor, and he joins me now. Newt, it's great to see you this morning. Thanks very much. We see the polls. We see America rejecting the Biden agenda. And yet, what do we hear from the president? Voting bills that must happen or the elections won't be legitimate. Your thoughts? Well, again, she starts to stab away uh, at Biden, uh, wasn't satisfied with the first effort, 
and then essentially went ahead and drove in some other points uh, in reference to the polls. And this is where where I don't really, I don't understand uh, why Biden in these polls is, uh, he is polling uh, lower numbers, and apparently uh, they have been getting lower. Uh, but these these polls are based out of uh, probably on some things that perhaps half of America doesn't agree with. And we're talking about vaccine mand- mandates. Uh, we're talking about mandates where uh, he was trying to make it a, a, uh, a mandate all across America and businesses. But I don't see that as a negative. I don't see that as a strike against Biden. And so when these polls ask Americans about this, uh, should, you know, should Biden uh, have these federal ma- mandates uh, for, uh, you know, for, uh, let's say, mask mandates, uh, people have to wear masks, uh, or people have to have their vaccines uh, in order for them to be at work. I don't see that as a negative. I don't see it as a negative because there is a science behind it. And, and when they interview or, or, or people that end up polling, uh, answering to these polls, and they happen to be that other, you know, percent of America that do not agree with, uh, with masks, they do not agree with the vaccines. Of course, we're going to see uh, these polls reflect that. But at the same time, I think that uh, they're not reaching people of the demographic who agree with those. So I think that also there are probably um, there are probably people that couldn't be reached to make those comments. And so the polls don't take into account these individuals that weren't get, they weren't able to get polled. I don't just myself. I don't remember. I don't recall, and I have never been asked. Uh, or I have never actually initiated any kind of response to any kind of poll regarding uh, regarding Biden's performance so far uh, as we're leaning into the second year of his administration. But let me just go ahead and go forth again and play uh, the rest of the clip here and see what uh, Newt Gingrich has to say. Well, I look, I think they've talked themselves into a dead end. Uh, the, the Biden, Harris, Schumer, Pelosi team, for reasons I don't understand, uh, went out of their way to pick things they can't get done. Uh, they knew that they did not have uh, Senator Manchin. They didn't have Senator Cinema. They knew they were going to lose the vote in the Senate. Um, <clears throat> they just keep pounding on it. And by the way, these are not very popular bills. Uh, and I don't agree with Newt Gingrich's assessment of... of um what transpired with this, uh, with the, the, the Build Back uh, Better America. I don't think, um, uh, I don't think he is being genuine in his response here. Um, I honestly think that Joe Biden, uh, com- they, his administration, they put together a bill that was a, a very, uh, that was a rational plan. Uh, it is a bill that, intended to fix our crumbling infrastructure. And for decades, uh, 
a lot of, especially some of the architect associations, they have, they have pointed out that a lot of the bridges, uh, the railroad, railroad tracks, other uh, infrastructure that uh, Americans use, they are in disrepair. They have, there, ha, there has been no effort to repair or rebuild um, any of these structures for the last so many decades. And so uh, I think that the Biden administration probably saw a bill uh, such as that one that would probably be, should be embraced by both sides of the aisle. It should be a partisan effort to be able to come to an agreement. Uh, they should have come to an agreement. Uh, but it is my estimation that the reason uh, it became purely a democratic response um, in this bill is because we already know that Republicans refuse to give Biden an inch. They refuse to cooperate with Biden uh, simply because uh, they would lose favor with Trump. And they are still courting Trump uh, even today. He's no longer president, but they are still courting him. They are still treating him as the individual uh, that they answer to. And so by voting for this bill, they would have essentially crossed Trump um, in ways that they feel uh, would come back to haunt them. So I don't agree with uh, Newt Jinger's assessment at this point. But let's see what else he has to say. I mean, if you ask people, do they want to see more spending to have even more inflation? The answer is overwhelmingly no. If you ask people, do they want to have a bill which would block identifying voters by, by, by identity? Uh, the fact is, photo IDs are acceptable to about 87 percent of all Americans because they want an honest election, not a rigged election. Well, there we go again. Um, his talking points are uh, they he is deflecting from the fact that the money that would be used used to fund this bill, and the majority of it doesn't necessarily come from the taxpayers. This would come from the corporations who, uh, from the previous administration, had received so many tax breaks that it, it bordered on essentially corporate welfare. And this was compliments of the Republican administration from the last, uh, uh, from Trump's administration. And so, so no, uh, this would be, uh, the majority of it would be funded, uh, like I said, by the wealthy corporations who up to this point have not put in their fair share as far as taxes is concerned. Um, so I disagree with uh, Newt uh, uh, also at this point here. And essentially there, I have seen other polls where these polls, uh, essentially a, very, a, a huge percent of Americans, they actually agree with uh, a lot of the components of the bill. So once again, he is not being genuine here or being accurate about these things. So, you know, the, but this goes on and on. Biden wants us to worry about the border in Ukraine. The American people are worried about the border with Mexico. 
uh, and you you have a gasoline problem, which is going to get worse. And so Biden is calling on Russia. To t- so, um, again, uh, he is essentially going to go on and point out some of these things that are going unchallenged as they normally do on Fox. Fox is infamous for not challenging any of these talking points. So uh, most Americans, if not all Americans that are watching these interviews, they are assuming that whatever he, whatever he is saying uh, is true. And a lot of us uh, who have read more than uh, or who have read and listened to more than some of these commentaries know that it's otherwise. Uh, <clears throat> but let me just go ahead and, and roll it just a little bit more. At the same time he's trying to pressure Putin, he's hoping the Russians will pump more oil, which will give them more money to build their military even stronger. I mean, this stuff makes no sense if you're a normal person, but on the American left, it apparently substitutes for any kind of critical thought. Well, that's what strikes me, Newt, because we see the poll numbers plummeting. We see Americans rejecting their agenda, and yet he's not responding to it at all. It's like he has a tin ear in terms of what's important to the American people. Well, look, I think, you know, big government socialism doesn't work, but the people who believe in it believe in it almost as a secular religion. Well... <clears throat> to begin with, um, I'm just going to go back just a few moments, uh, especially when he made those comments about the border. Uh, yes, we should be worried about what's going on in, in the Ukraine, uh, because essentially that destabilizes the region and uh, the other countries that are very close to the Ukraine, uh, especially around the border. They're very nervous because you don't really know what the Russians have in mind. You don't know if essentially all they want is the Ukraine um, as a buffer for their for their own security, uh, but then this border thing uh, was a it was a manufactured crisis, uh, especially the right. Uh, they hammered the border. Uh, Fox News essentially just lit up the border situation as well, uh, and so. Honestly, I don't really think that uh, I don't really think that um, that the American people were that preoccupied with was was going on in the border area. I I don't think that the situation was that dire, but uh, but at the same time, uh, the uh, uh, you know they went ahead and politicked about the border wall, and so they really wanted to pass that, um, you know, that spending to supposedly secure the, the you know, the border areas, and uh, so that didn't happen, uh, but uh, truthfully, you know, I've lived down there for, for, for some, for quite some time, and we know down, we know that there is so many, that Topography of the area is such that it doesn't support a structure. Essentially, these structures are going to start to uh, uh, they're going to start to crumble because the soil topography uh, essentially washes away the base where 
that that suspends the wall. So they're going to need to essentially throw a lot of money into that wall just to keep it up. And it, it is pointless because it's it's going to happen again and again and again. And uh, even illegal immigrants will find ways over it. You've seen videos of them using ladders. You've seen videos of illegals just basically uh, cutting through the bars uh, on some of these border structures. And so a lot of us in the Valley actually laugh about this. We laugh about this in the Rio Grande Valley because we see it as just a total wasted spending. It's not going to work. No, they can't get off of it. Uh, and so you really end up with people who are as fanatic as the uh, revolutionaries in the French Revolution or the revolutionaries uh, in uh, 1917 in Moscow. And they believe. And, and when you show them the facts, they reject the facts because it threatens their belief system. You know, when, when Trafalgar the, came out with a poll this week that the Republicans may be ahead by 5742 uh, in terms of who you're going to vote for for Congress, that would be a landslide that would take you back probably to 1920. To have a um, yes. So earlier he talked about socialism, but the only kind of socialism that actually existed in the Trump administration was corporate welfare. Uh, very interesting uh, that they don't they didn't see it that way, and there is no no. The only socialism we have here is is a social democracy. We have been a social democracy going back to the Truman, to the Hoover administrations. And, uh, and so uh, we, I don't know what he's talking about. I think he's just manufactured something that's not real. And essentially, they just basically put it out there. And the American people are going to swallow this uh, any way uh, that is presented to them. Uh, let me see here. Republican Congress that was that strong, and it would mean yeah. probably picking up six or seven seats in the Senate and between 40 and 70 seats in the House. You'd think at that point that the Democratic leadership would get together and say, you yeah. know, this ain't working. Instead, they get together and they start chanting, we got to get this done, even though nobody outside their group wants it. Yeah, I want to talk about that poll that basically said more Americans are choosing Republicans over Democrats. Okay, now, so... This part of the interview, this is the interview um, that uh, essentially caused uh, a lot of individuals to criticize Newt Gingrich for, for the statements that he made. Uh, these were uncalled for, and these kinds of statements essentially end up promoting more violence. They end up promoting more distrust and discord uh, in the American population. And this is where he's going to talk about, um, he's going to talk about retribution. He's going to talk about how things are the way they are. Uh, the, the Democrats have run amok. They're, you know, they're trying to, uh, they're trying to get their January 6th committee going, in which they have. They're trying to, um, uh, you know, uh, get people to trial and so forth. He's going to talk about this, um, but you should look at it with uh, with a little bit of with more caution than than usual. 
Well, welcome back. I am back with former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. Newt, you were out with an op-ed recently uh, titled, The Wolves Will Become Sheep. Walk us through that op-ed and what's taking place right now in Washington. Sure. Well, you have both with Attorney General Garland and with this uh, select committee on January 6th, people who've run amok. Uh, they are breaking the rules. They are going after people in a way which is reminiscent of the British uh, monarchy using uh, closed-door systems that we outlawed deliberately because we'd seen it. We knew what it was like. Uh, and they're running over people's civil liberties. And what they need to understand is, on January 4th next year, uh, you're going to have a Republican majority in the House and a Republican majority in the Senate. And all these people who've been so tough and so mean and so nasty are going to be delivered subpoenas for every document every conversation, every tweet, every email, uh, because I think it's clear that this, these are people who are literally just running over the law, pursuing innocent people, causing them to spend thousands and thousands of dollars in legal fees for no justification. And it's basically a lynch mob. And unfortunately, the attorney general of the United States has joined that lynch mob and is totally misusing the FBI. And I think when you have a Republican Congress, this is all going to come crashing down, and the wolves are going to find out that they're now sheep, and they're the ones who are, in fact, going to, I think, face a real... Well, for, I, for one, the Democrats or the individuals that are behind the January 6th committee, they are, are not breaking any laws. Uh, as a matter of fact, it is a committee that's interested in finding out what laws were broken uh, because little by little, a lot of these, some of these things started to come out. And essentially, we are now at the point where there was a plot. There was a plot to subvert our, uh, our electoral elections process. And, uh, and so the individuals that, uh, that uh, got so excited, they uh, went ahead and broke into the Capitol, trespassed into the Capitol, broke so many things, and there was, in, there was violence there, et cetera, all of this stuff. We all know all of that. Um, there, there are no, they are being, uh, they're being tried. They're being tried. They are all being given court trials, whoever, which, whichever ones they are already apprehended uh, or they managed to identify. And they... Uh, Essentially, they were insurrectionists. You're, you're not going to convince me otherwise. Um, they uh, essentially operated to the point where we could call them traitors. And uh, the court system actually has been very lenient on some of these individuals. Some of them did not receive jail times. Others did. Um, some of these individuals actually went in there with the actions of committing uh, intentions of actually trying to kill Mike Pence, trying to kill Nancy Pelosi, trying to kill uh, Alexandria Ocasio. They, um, so I don't, I don't, I don't think that Newt Gingrich is, uh, uh, is being, uh, again, he's being very genuine about what, what has happened here and what the Democrats are doing um, to bring all of these individuals that were involved, and we're talking about Trump from the very top uh, to his minions that were uh, forging documents that um, had sent these documents to the archives and, and so forth. So there's still more. 
uh, and I'm beginning to think also that uh, some of these elections, I mean, some of these audits that were going on, especially the one that started in Arizona, I have a feeling that that was uh, in some way connected uh, to what they were trying to do in Arizona as far as overturning the results. I believe that that may have been part of their plan, but it backfired, and they just somehow couldn't uh, uh, connect uh, the audit and connect the shenanigans that were going in the back uh, to be able to overturn the results, in, in my opinion. So, but yes, Newt Gingrich went on Fox News, was vir- virtually uncontested, never was called on his points. And uh, I don't, I don't like the fact that he uh, made, well, he mints words, and I don't like the fact that uh, where one party is looking to enact the justice behind the actions of the individuals that broke the law, how the Republican Party essentially are not interested in that at all. They're, they were not interested in, in, in at least looking uh, into the things that have already surfaced. And, and the reason being that a lot of their members were directly or indirectly involved as far as the uh, breaking the law behind the scenes to make this election uh, fall into the hands of Donald Trump in, in ways that violated uh, federal laws. So we'll leave it at that. Thank you for joining me this evening. Hello, all. My name is Renee Hinojosa. I am the host of Political Buzz. Uh, thank you very much for visiting my uh, channel. Also, uh, in the near, very near future, I'm going to have a Patreon account. And if you can, please contribute whatever amount you can. Thank you for watching.